Oh, uh, yeah. So we're going to try something new. Uh, see how this works. What are we trying? I don't know. We're uh, just uh, random intro music and we'll see how it goes. Oh. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it was very abrupt. <laughs> cool jazz. Oh yeah. Uh, the names of those tracks are Jazz Hustle Flute Number Three, <laughs> Bebop Drum Set Number Nine, and Be Together Horns. Be Together Horns. Yep. Wait, Be Together is in like B, as in B, like a uh, I don't know. Be like together B or like B or like B B bees together. Bees together. That classic sitcom from the nineties didn't do that well. Uh, never heard of it. So the bees are going extinct. Is a topical joke. Oh wow! Yeah, it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're all about here: laughs and topical dark jokes. That's right. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm looking at your face, and it's real clear. One second, please. Yeah, we got to turn these lights off. Chink. Much better. Woo. Oh man, it's amazing how much better that actually is. I mean, it wasn't so bad with the light on, but... It was real bright. Yeah. I try not to get superstitious about stuff, but, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it happens. Yeah, we can't focus or think if the lights are on. That's true. I mean, it's kind of how I operate, too. Well. Hmm. Meh. Meh. Hey. Meh. Hey. How you doing? Hey, JP. <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> One of these days. Boy, it's been a while since we last recorded this podcast. Over a week. And and yet, and even yet when it hasn't been a while, we still we stumble still over that little intro. to stumble over that intro. I even I literally wrote it down. Yeah? Wrote it in a Google Doc. What'd you write down? Look at that. I wrote every piece uh, of it. You even wrote pause. I wrote like pause. Dot, dot, dot. I'm really good at the pausing parts. Yeah. Yeah. So what is this? What do we do here? <laughs> This classic gag. <laughs> Our audience loves it. Yeah. Uh, hey, this is a weekly conversation between Steve Carroll, JP Camara, where we, and this microphone, and my microphone, where we <laughs> debate the hottest news topics. <laughs> See who's dating on the celebrity scene. And try not to eat anything on the podcast no, ever again. No food. No food on the podcast. This week's obviously a little different, considering we just gave a very different intro. <laughs> this is Point by Point, a <laughs> weekly conversation with J.P. Camara. And Steve Carroll. Where we consider life's questions. Something, something, something. And sometimes. Spoiler move Movo. <laughs> <laughs> Spoil removal. <laughs> Spoil our intro. <laughs> Spoil our intro. Uh, spoil wow. is in the rotten sense. Yes, this thing is dead on arrival. This is really gentlemen. bad. No, I don't think it's bad. What is this, the first week? No, if it was the first week, I would be like just continuously pooping my pants. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it was real smelly in here that first week. That first week, a lot of poop, a lot of cleanup. Oh, boy. I also We've... said I would do no bathroom talk this week to myself. Oh, I said, JP Camara. <laughs> hey. Hey, you look at look at me. <laughs> look at me, JP. I'm in the mirror. I'm looking. I'm at in the you. mirror. I'm looking at you. <laughs> if I see one bathroom word come out of that mouth, we're just gonna instantly die. Yeah, no potty talk here. Uh, so yeah, that's my promise to you, which I might break. I'm not really sure. Depends on where that goes. Cool. So this what is do? point by point a weekly conversation between JP. 
I'm not redoing it. I think that was perfect. <laughs> all right, we'll keep it. All uh, right, we can do it. We'll do it. All right. All right. Do it. Yeah. This is Point by Point, a weekly conversation between Steve Carroll and JP Camaro where, where we, we discover our bodies. <laughs> where we discover our bodies. <laughs> this was written on your cue card. This isn't fair because every cue card you've handed me has been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Where we discover... Our- no, nope. actually, I don't. Now that I've actually thought <laughs> about it for about four bodies, <laughs> something, 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 and really spoil our movie. Yeah, we're really spoil our movable. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> cha- imagine a- if we kept it's a movable. <laughs> what is a movable? It's not- honestly in my head. Every time you say movable, or I say movable. <laughs> It's like it's kind of like a weasel and a mole, yeah, and I see its head like popping out of the ground, like walking around. I mean, not yeah. its head—that'd be terrifying. But uh, yeah, it's a weevil. It's a yeah. What is a weevil? I don't know. So I don't know. They wobble, but they don't fall down. Wobble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, imagine if we talked about our changing bodies every week. Like what would oh. we like? Up, uh, found some new hair today. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So that's what you'd go into. Yep, I said I wasn't going to say gross things, but... Yeah, my toenails grew a bit, oh. and I had to trim them. Oh, yeah, right? And like, that's... my beard grew. Yeah. Yeah. And I shaved it a little bit. Um, yeah, what else has changed on our bodies? Well... The end. The end. <laughs> I don't even want... Yeah, I'm not going to think about it. Nope. No. Bodies no. are terrifying. Bodies are They're gross squishy and, weird. and kind of gum, gum-filled. Yeah. Mostly, they're like 90% gum. People yeah. used to think it was water, but it turns out it's gum. Yeah, and I mean, you've been eating a lot of gum lately. Do you swallow your gum? I do. You do? Yeah. A lot? Do you... Uh, all the time? Mm. Is it a thing you do with gum? No, it's not like I, I'm intentionally... I'm like, oh man, gotta swallow that gum, but I'm chewing it, and then I'm done at some point, and, I'm, and there's no garbage around. So I'm like, I'm not gonna just okay. spit on the ground, so well, I just swallow it. Yeah, it's socially If it was a garbage, I would... Do. We have we have a friend who eats gum, similar to how you eat food. Like you eat it, you're chewing it, and then you swallow it. Okay, you enjoy the flavor. It's not necessarily out of flavor, but you're done chewing it, and you just huh. eat it. Like so, he's like, mm, "Gum, that was good for a while. Flavor's gone. I guess it's time to get that in my tummy." No, flavor flavor's not necessarily even gone. It's just like just time. Oh, to here's eat it. this. What's the zebra gum with the tattoos and the stripes? Yeah, the striped gum. What's that called? I, in my head, it's called stripes. Well, whatever it is. Anyway, it's like open up, open up a wrapper, chew the gum for a little while, swallow it, get another piece, chew it, swallow, chew, swallow. What mm-hmm. are you talking about? <clears throat> like crazy. candy. And I had razzles for the first time a while ago, and instead of chewing them, I decided to just like let them sit in my mouth and sort of dissolve. Yeah. Turns out they go from candy to like Terror. nasty. <laughs> gross slimy thing what is a razzle a razzle is a candy that's first it's candy then it's gum uh, but this well, one from first it's candy then it's really bad then it's just bad it's really me. bad <laughs> for my taste buds yeah it was not good it's first it's candy then it's gum why have, how have i never heard of this you never had razzles no it's i keep thinking of rascal scooters every time you say it i just imagine a person driving around in a rascal scooter but that's not it yeah razzles <laughs> yeah you, you well you may end up maybe that's what you put in your mouth you have too many razzles <laughs> that's true yeah huh because you lose all your teeth and Wait. you can't walk <laughs> I, I i followed the, <laughs> the breadcrumbs works. thank you uh so he chews the gum and then he swallows has he heard of mentos 
Like, that's the point of Mentos. Be like, you like gum, but you can eat it. Oh, wow. I never thought of Mentos that way. I always thought it was something that just made Coke better. Also not a thing I've like, done. Oh, wait, isn't that the one that explodes or something? No, you're, like, you're doing Coke like off a mirror, <laughs> and then you have some Mentos. And you're like, oh, man, my mouth needs something like, as good as with my nose oh, is Coke getting. is so much better with this <laughs> minty taste. That's true. You oh, get yeah. that right up your nose, then you can kind of get minty Coke. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. Actually, you know what, though? Like, so Mentos, mm-hmm. you chew the it on for a while. The Fresh Maker. And you eat them, but mm-hmm. they eventually came out with a gum. I think they have a Mentos gum now. There yeah. is one now, yeah. It's like they were, they realized your friend. They were like, we got a corner of this market of people who want to chew and eat gum? Yeah. What's going on there? Well, no, no, no. Men- Mentos gum is for people who realized they were chewing the candy and ended up like just gnawing their tongue off because uh, they kept going. Yeah. That big lawsuit. I forgot about that. And they just, yeah, they, they eventually just devour their whole own body. Yeah. And their family would do the lawsuit because they got so confused over what's gum and what's candy will you swallow gum no well, there's a lot of people i know who won't swallow gum i mean like, I, they'll define anything to do to like get rid of the gum. i will but i i Does don't it i out? don't i i uh that's not why i don't swallow it i don't swallow it because it's not it's not food yeah it just feels weird for me to swallow yeah, it's just I've like I've accidentally you're... swallowed gum and been like, hmm. "Where'd that go?" Well, oh well. <laughs> Are you like, oh, yeah? I guess it's kind of weird. Like, if you just swallow, you know what? Not going that route. Mm-hmm. Not going to talk about what happens to gum. Yeah, what happens to gum? It travels sh- through you. Pretty sure it just collects in your stomach. That's why my stomach's so distended after all these years. <laughs> JP's stomach, for those of you who who haven't ever seen a picture of him, travels mm-hmm. down to slightly above his knees. Yeah. But it's just like a straight gummy line. It's yeah. really pretty it's very heavy. It's about six pounds. <laughs> it's like a six pound ball. Yeah. It's actually shaped like a Mentos. Yeah. Uh, like yeah a I large mean, bolus. Oh. A large bolus. Yeah. Uh, so what What do? What's going on? Hmm. What, what is do? Uh, I don't know. How's your week? We always ask this question, and then we end up talking Actually, about your week. Actually, we haven't talked about... We haven't asked the question, <laughs> how's your week, I think, in a while. Really? I don't know. I have to blow my nose. I'll be right back. Yeah, uh, my week. My week's been good. Um, I haven't really gotten much sleep. Right? Weird sleep week. Yeah. Each night, like five or six hours. I have been super tired like, mm-hmm. when I've gone to bed, and then when I wake up, I'm exhausted, and I want to sleep forever, but I can't. You seem really awake right now, though. Yeah, I'm I'm super awake right now. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's those droopy eyes. So sleepy, sleepy eyes. Sleepy eyes. Yeah, but uh, no, good week. Um, been uh, been working on like a personal project, which has been fun. Personal development. I think they call it personal productivity and develop personal development project. Personal productivity and development project. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's been good. Uh, I've been working uh, on a thing using the. The Angular uh, development stack framework, JavaScript library, whatever you want to call it. Beautiful. Whatever the, the hip coders are calling it these days. Yeah, just keep saying words. I just plug in my components. That's good. No, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. You and I have talked quite a bit about this, so I don't want to bore you. Ah, hey, but, it's um, conversation father. As, as we know, this is a weekly developer <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Tech topics and stuff. No, but uh, what's your goal? Why are you doing it? Um, what's deep down? Why are you mm, doing it? Oh boy, 
outside of the actual technical implementation. Why do you care about it? Uh, I think sometimes it's fun to do creative side projects. Yes. Hence, you know, things like this, this podcast. Um, I see it as a way to kind of challenge myself creatively um, to try to solve different problems that I haven't figured out how to solve before mm. um, and to kind of get more experience with something that like I was starting to get some experience with and then like due to a kind of career adjustment kind of took a it took a back seat. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I have an idea for a, a product that I'd like to see kind of come to life and to, uh, to see sort of what the future of that might be. Um, I don't, I don't know that it's like a quit my job product, sure. um, but I think it's something that could be kind of cool to get working and see who might benefit from using it. I like it. I yeah. think, I mean, uh, it's, we've talked about it a little bit before. But people definitely don't look at developing software as a creative thing. Hmm. But uh, there's definitely a creative element to it. I don't think it's this quite the same as... Yeah, I believe before you compared it to art. And how art, when yeah. you make it, and it sort of lasts forever. But like code you write, and it's beautiful. <laughs> That's right. I've... But you get to interact with it, and it doesn't last forever. But you get to interact with it. You do. And then I was like... Wait, but like R will be around way longer and like my code is going to become obsolete. But like I can interact with it so much at the time. You know what? Edit this out. Did you edit it out? No, we didn't. It's in there. I'm stupid. Hey, everybody. This, this is the JP's a big dumb on podcast starring Steve Carroll and JP Camaro, where we consider life's <laughs> questions <laughs> something, something, something and spoil a movie. Speaking of considering life's questions. Yeah. So. Not a question, but, you know, we've been doing kind of topics. Yeah. I had a thought for one. Okay. Based on my life, my experience lately, mm. one of a kind of a synthesis. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let, let's take sunlight, convert it into carbon dioxide, and make oxygen. All right, go for that. All right. Anxiety and excitement. Oh, that sounds hilarious. Yeah, it's really going to be... Anxiety and excitement. Like the yeah. relationship between them? Yeah. Okay. The relationship between them, uh, how they feed into each other and the things we do. Mm. So, for instance, I don't want... You know what? what? What does that make you think of? Paint me a word picture. Okay. Anxiety. Oh, no. Ooh. Excitement. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Anxiety it makes me want to take a deep breath and excite... Just hearing the word. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, immediately. That's my fir- my first response to you saying anxiety was, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and when you say excitement, I I can't help but smile. Huh. Mm-hmm. What? What do you do when I hear words? Yeah, uh, nothing at all. Hmm. <laughs> Donald just, uh, J. Trump. I <laughs> honestly that uh, the look of fear and terror just swept over JP's face. No, it's funny that you say that though. I don't, I don't like viscerally react towards usually. I have the same feeling that I had with like Oompa Loompas. Boy, I really <laughs> do not like this. That's that's my feeling. It's like. Mm. It's like it's like leaving a razzle in your mouth for ten minutes and just letting it dissolve. That's that's the feeling that I have about it. Yeah, and as you know, razzles just make me think of rascal scooters. But mm-hmm. so Which, just hearing the word oompa loompa mm. makes you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like it's whimsical, like oompa loompa. Not in the movie. 
The first movie when they're all creepy looking and painted orange with the green eyebrows? Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. <clears throat> uh, It's in the eye of the beholder, right? Like, Oompa Loompas, I don't think they were meant to look creepy. Mm-hmm. I think they just it, they just look different. And I guess some people think different is bad. Yeah. Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Boy, that was a wonderful... We're cutting that joke out. Uh, that was a, was a rough gag. Yeah. So... Yeah, so you don't you don't get uh, immediate associations with certain words. Not really. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, like just saying anxiety. It's just kind of, it's just a word. It's like the I guess the context of what I would talk. I mean, things make me anxious, obviously. Sure, but no, I can't just put out words. Not just like a single word. If someone huh. was like, "Hey." You're six thousand dollars behind on your mortgage. Be like, whoa, I'm anxious now. But if they were like, hey, anxiety, I'd be like, uh, all right. That was a weird thing you said to me, stranger. But you know, huh? Yeah. So you don't have any trigger words. No words that someone could say to you that immediately like bring up like, ah, oh, this was a rough patch. <clears throat> you know, that's interesting. So. It's almost maybe more like anxiety when it's brought up is the trigger for you hmm. more so than like just the war. It's not like every emotion you would say and you'd be like, I feel that emotion now, like anxiety and fear. And you're like, oh, no, oh, I'm and, scared. Yeah. Like, so <clears throat> for some reason, anxiety. Joy. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> Jovial. Anger. Why am I always oh, a Mario? I'm so angry. <laughs> I could throw a meatball at you. Mm. Yeah, Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, huh. That's really cooking your noodle, huh? Yeah, a little bit, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to. Th- I'm now. I'm trying to think of <laughs> cooking my noodle. Uh, hey, we're on whole thirty, buddy. We don't eat noodles right now. It's really cooking your zoodle, huh? That's right. <laughs> my zoodle with sugar-free tomato sauce. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can definitely get anxious from a lot of things. And there definitely are trigger like statements and trigger scenarios in my life. So I'm wondering. I don't think it's the word anxiety for you. I think anxiety as a concept is just. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. But anyway, so the reason I thought of it. Yeah. Was because of my improv show. Yeah. And uh, probably some of the worst anxiety I've ever felt in my entire life. Really? I felt like I was going to die. Like, and there was, there did not seem to be anything I could do that would make me feel better about it. Like I just, I was like, I like, I enjoy, I was enjoying the class. Like I really liked the people I was working with and I had good chemistry with some people and stuff. And, uh, but the idea of having to do that improv show was just making me feel terrible all the time. Mm-hmm. Anytime I would think about it, it's not like I was just constantly in a, slump but yeah i just feel really bad about it and i posted uh an article that helped me out a lot but it was on facebook so you oh, i didn't see it. it yeah what was it about uh the article was basically so like finally i was like okay how do i usually approach things i'm having a problem with well usually i try to figure out some kind of strategy for it right i don't just kind of like randomly do stuff eventually i'm like okay somebody's had this problem you know google it talk to people whatever try to figure out a strategy for how to work through it so i was like okay you know stage fright anxiety performance anxiety mm-hmm. um how do people deal with those things so i googled that and it was a lot of stuff like oh you know do like yoga and do mm-hmm. like light breathing and uh try do meditation heavy, and heavy stuff breathing. yeah <laughs> heavy breathing and backflips uh 
And so like sweat a lot. Well, I was doing that. <laughs> and so like all these things that were just very like calm your body down and that'll that'll stop you. And it was I'd already been kind of doing that and it wasn't helping mm. um, because, well, I'll talk about the article and then I'll talk about my idea of why, at least for me, this worked really effectively. So there was this article that was like, I mean, it was a very like clickbait kind of thing. It was like three unusual ways to get over stage fright or whatever. Yeah. It was on Inc.com, which I don't it's got a picture of like a banana on it. Yeah, banana talking to a microphone. I'm like, you can't talk to a microphone, Mr. Banana. Uh, so that really caught me right away. Uh, it had it was three strategies. One of them was uh, like these talked about these psychological studies where they had people do presentations and they tried to see like the quality level of the presentations. It is very thinking back on it. It was kind of like I'm not exactly sure how they measured these things, but whatever. So they would have people be like you know, working up to the presentation, uh, they would say like, I'm excited. Like that was their goal for doing it. It was like, you have to just tell yourself like, I'm excited about this. I'm ready to do this. Uh-huh. Like, let's go. And the other people were like, I'm calm. Like I'm ready to do this, but like, I'm, I'm in the zone. Like I'm calm. Like I can, you know, I can process this and do it. And they found consistently that the people who tried to get into like a level of excitement about what they were doing, um, tended to be like to talk longer. They talked more persuasively, hmm. They appeared less nervous um, when they did it. And there were two other things you talked about, too. One of them was, uh, it was actually, it, ironically, it was like a yogic breathing. Hmm. But it was one where you uh, you did like rapid breathing to try to like almost like more of an energetic kind of breathing rather than a calming one. And so that was another piece to it. And then the third piece was um, doing some amount of visualizations, so not just like working towards your thing and practicing and stuff out loud but also like thinking about it and thinking about mm-hmm. stuff you know thinking back and things you've done he, he gave an example of this guy who uh was in a russian prison for like nine years and he just kept playing chess in his head over and over for all those nine years and when he came what? out like he ended up like you know beating a bunch of like world famous people and stuff and like it, it helped his chess game but he was probably very good at it before that point yeah. i'm assuming that's the story of bobby fisher i think they oh. fa- yeah finding bobby fisher they found this they found him in a in russian, russian prison, prison. <laughs> and he was like i've been playing in my head all these years yeah uh, and so I started using those techniques and it was extremely effective for me. Anytime huh. I would, I would be feeling like any, like the thought kind of came on of like, this is going to be terrible. What if I screw it all up? What if X and Y and Z? I was just like, you've been practicing a ton. It's going to be great. I'm excited about it. Like that's all there is. I'm just excited about it. And I did that for like seven days. And by the time the performance came around, like I was still, I felt like a nervous energy. Yeah. But it felt directed towards, like, a positive outcome of, like, I'm nervous. Let's do this. Like, I'm excited. Like, let's go. Let's do this performance. All that energy, I would always just kind of, like, funnel it towards, I'm just going to do this thing. Like, we're going to get up there. We're going to do a great job. Or we're going to do whatever we can do. And it's going to be great. And that was, like, insanely effective for me. Um, Way more than when I was trying to, like, do breathing exercise and stuff. Because to me, it felt like I was essentially suppressing the anxiety like i wasn't dealing with it i wasn't facing it like i wasn't putting it to use yeah the anxiety is going to be there there's a energy you have that's going to go somewhere and trying to suppress it by calming down isn't going to do anything because it's still going to be there for me anyway Hmm. so uh that was jp's no that totally makes sense i mean well like so on the on the first day like of doing this it was basically there was almost like nothing like you were starting from like a blank slate and then you like reached out into that nothingness and mm. you, you created this spark, this light almost. 
right? Like this, like sure. I'm excited. Yeah, this is this yeah, is gonna that, be good. That didn't exist. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Before that point, the only thing that was there was like you are going to burst into flames on stage, and well, everyone you know. Is going yeah, to die. and so what? What that did was then it separated this like feeling of like dread and and darkness, like between things right so like you've got like this like this stuff above these good thoughts and the stuff below these bad thoughts and then the, the separation so you're actually able to to now create this this like positive light space <laughs> right even though there's this like dark space beneath it so you're you're, you're creating something to separate it mm-hmm. right and that's like day two right and then day three, <laughs> no, no, day three, like you, you, you kept doing this and eventually you found, you started being able to find like a place for like to have your footing. Like, That's true. This. My thoughts could kind of, I mean, like if they were around at that point, they could yeah. walk around. Yeah. You could, you materialized it. Yeah. Basically into like, you could live here now. Yeah. Like a place to, to yeah. hang out for my thoughts to hang out, but they weren't yeah. there yet. I don't think. Yeah. And I mean, and then like probably after that, like you were, you were able to actually have some solid footing and be grounded. Mm-hmm. And so then you had like moments where things would be like lighter <laughs> and like darker moments but like in those darker moments you could always say like i'm excited or i'm gonna do good at this mm. so you could look forward to like the 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 brighter times coming again yeah, it's, yeah. that's really beautiful i mean yeah. i feel like it's almost exactly describing what happened for me leading up to this pro- it was you know what's funny too is like i got a question for you yeah after that day did you start to notice like animals and birds <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's actually Bird like so. I'd be like, I'm excited, and there'd be like a, a pelican on my shoulder, and there'd be a zebra. Like they would brush up against my side, but like thought versions yeah. of these, and they'd be like, I'm excited too. And I was like, Oh, little guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's great. And and then <laughs> you know, with with all that, so you you're you're able to see this creation around you all these good things happening and on the on the sixth day do you think you you started to realize (laughs) that you've you've come into your own body and 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 you're you're able now to to sort of see and experience all this this life and light and darkness all around you yeah and I did notice that, and I lost a rib too. Actually, that was a weird part of it. Oh, weird! It was a weird accident at the gym. Oh, that's so strange. My ribs just snapped right off. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's still floating around in oh. there. I really got to get that. That didn't out. happen till later. That's like after God rested. Ancient wisdom. Oh. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ancient wisdom. Uh, mm, mm. So does that relate to you at all? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I'm like 75 percent of the way through, and you start looking down your phone, like furiously reading something, and I'm like, what? What's he, <laughs> what's, what's he doing right now? I'm not going to call it out because I'm not really sure what it uh, is. Maybe he's responding to. I a just text. had to. I wanted to make sure I had the uh, had the days the together. days right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you told you said on this on the seventh day how relieved you were. Did uh, I say seventh? Or did uh, I say, I don't yeah, know, maybe. Yeah. I guess we got it recorded, so we'll find out. Um, anyway, that sparked something in my head, and so I thought, you know, this this story of JP's relates to the story of 
creation. <laughs> the Jewish story of the, the God who creates out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder how God must have felt on his first improv show, you know, creating everything. That's yeah, kind of right. what you do in improv, though. You kind of have to be God for an audience. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The problem was he didn't have an audience. <clears throat> he had to make his audience. Yeah. That's so true. it's like doing the first improv show is done in like a dark room. <laughs> well, no, it was like God in the darkness. And, and the darkness goes, I believe in a thing called love. And God goes, you know what? Me too. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make gonna love. I'm going to make love. That's weird that you said love because you don't even know what it is yet. Yeah. But I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is actually true, though. I mean, oof, I'm not yeah. going to compare myself to God <laughs> creating the universe. But, uh, I mean, improv, you do really create stuff out of nothing. It's crazy. Yeah. You just are like, hey, other person, I'm going to walk out here, and one of us is going to say something, and then hopefully... Entirely random. Entirely random. And hopefully, we do something good. Mm-hmm. And it's not just garbage. <laughs> we yeah. just spew garbage out of our mouths for the next minute and a half until someone puts us out of our misery it's absolutely crazy to me but why do you think why do you think that those strategies were effective for you versus other strategies so obviously they worked for other people right probably do you uh do you think do you think it was like a not a placebo but like because you believed it was going to work it had a higher chance of being effective for you or do you think that those are actually you know, strategies that you can employ to other things that you're potentially anxious about doing? Uh, I certainly, because of my experience with it, would use them for other things. Uh, I didn't really have an expectation necessarily of them being effective <clears throat> to start. Uh, I liked it because it was sort of a blip among, like, it was sort of like a single thing among a sea of, like, the same advice. Because mm. I, you know, I, oh. I knew other advice around that kind of stuff. And a lot of the other stuff I was kind of like, okay, like, I've, I've seen some of this before. I've been doing some similar things and they're not, haven't really been that effective for me. Um, I do like taking more of a positive angle on things like working towards things from a positive mindset versus a like kind of defensive, like Mm. make myself feel better by like, like doing something to get rid of the issue rather than, um, yeah, well, cause your, your easy solution to, Hey, this improv show is making me anxious is just don't do the improv show. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Which I, the thought crossed my mind for sure. Yeah. Um, but like when you, when I Googled that, like the results I got, I Googled a few different ways were, were like 95% yoga, meditation, chill you know, out, chill out. Yeah, yeah. Figure out ways to chill out. Um, which to me just ultimately just didn't feel realistic, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, yeah, if I could chill out that then I wouldn't have a problem. Would I? <laughs> like I wouldn't, yeah. people wouldn't have anxiety. They wouldn't have to deal with these things. Um, and that was like the one article that was like, I don't think you should chill out. I think you should channel it in a different way and like try to embrace it and move towards it. Um, And obviously if I didn't have like training and, and I hadn't been taking classes for several weeks, I wouldn't have felt good about it. If it was somebody who's just like, Hey, you're gonna do an improv show in eight weeks, but that's it. Figure Mm. it out. I don't think there's anything that would have made me feel less anxious. No. Um, But I was kind of like, I just had to go like, well, I've been doing this thing. And they feel confident about it, and I should feel confident about it, too. So, yeah, I'm sure there's a placebo effect in there. Um, I think there's something to it, too, though. But then again, I you know, I think affirmations are a good thing. I think mm-hmm. visualization is a good thing. There are certain types of breathing that we do for exercise in the gym and stuff like that that are supposed to, you know, um, 
put, I guess, extra oxygen into your Make system. Make you lightheaded and feel tingly all yeah, over. Yeah, lightheaded and tingly, and then supposedly that's good for some reason. And then you can bench press. Or, you know, do pull-ups. But, yeah, I mean, well, you know, when you do that that breathing technique mm-hmm. that we, we've done before, yeah. um, I legitimately can hold my breath way longer after I've done it. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's some kind of impact it's having on my body, whether that's impacting me long-term, whether that's impacting me for other exercise, I have no idea. I know one thing it does, it helps me hold my breath a long time <laughs> yeah. for no good reason, but None. it just does. Yeah. But it was, I mean, the first time I did it, I held my breath for two minutes, no problem. Wow. And I was just, I'd never done that before. So was, I don't know. It has to mean something. When things are things, they mean things. Yeah. The things, these, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell the story of creation again i feel like i'd be good well, what so like hmm. if you were if you were coming up on an improv show yeah whether you would do it or not doesn't matter put yourself in that situation sure how would you deal like do you think you'd be anxious in a similar way to that i was i don't i don't know that you would because you're kind of more of a whether it's inside it's not it's that way or not you're mm-hmm. more of a capable of like being an outgoing person it seems like mm-hmm. um so like I don't, i don't know if you would have experienced it the same way but it was soul crushing for me for a little while. Oh man. <laughs> I felt really I had a conversation actually I'll say this real quick before before you answer. I had the the moment of realization for me was Nicole and I were like laying in bed like talking about stuff and she was kind of like oh but you know like I know you're nervous about it but I'm glad you've been doing it. I know you really enjoy it. And I was like do I? <laughs> mm. Do I really enjoy it? Or am I like white knuckling every week? That, oh. like, I, it's just going to be terrible. Like, I can't do this. And even though, like, every week, generally, I do some good things, you know, mm-hmm. some some stumbles and some good things, I always go into it like, this is going to suck. Like, I can't believe I'm still... And it's not... I'm not thinking I can't believe I'm still doing this, but I'm always just so anxious every week. Mm-hmm. And the idea of the, the performance was just, you know, amplified huh. because it was just going to be, like, strangers and, and all that stuff. Or even, you know, having friends there didn't matter, really. And her saying that, that the next day I was like, I need to figure out, like, I either either need to, like, drop this and not do this performance, or I need to figure out some way that I can feel better about this. And that's when I started doing that stuff. I, you know, I had one class beforehand, and I felt way better at that class, much Mm. more confident at that class, and was willing to do things, because it was just like, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm not going to do a great job. Like, whatever. Yeah. My life's not over. Right. And then I did the show. So anyway, that was kind of... That's what made me realize how crappy I'd been feeling about it. But. And spoiler alert, I mean, it was pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it, you were great, but overall, <laughs> the show was pretty good. That's very kind. I yeah. appreciate that. No, I, the we, show, I, every, we went to I both, like both performances great. because we enjoyed the first one so much. We were like, oh, we should go to the second one. This Let's was go. a lot of fun. And actually, the second one, I did a lot more uh, bits. Yeah, you, 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 you got out there more often. It was, it was good to see. I did, yeah, and I—I uh, I mean, the first show helped, you know, doing pretty well at the first show, but uh, just continuing those exercises, though. Mm-hmm. But thank you, and I don't want to come across like I was like I hated doing the course. Like I just realized how anxious I was week after week. Like I yeah. wanted to keep doing it, but I was feeling terribly anxious, and now I just have a better outlook on it in general and doing it in the future and all that stuff. So hmm. um, it's a great course. You should go to White House Level One courses open now. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommended. It. it has boosted JP's confidence through the roof. Yeah, I enter a room and I just I wrestle people to the ground. He does. Tells so many jokes. It's really good. 
Hey, why did the chicken cross the road? I got another one for you. I got another one for you. All right. So could you finish the first one? Listen, listen. This guy walks into the bar. He's he's got this like old beat up turtle. It's uh, its shell is like duct taped, and uh, it's like it's just real rugged looking. Its head is all saggy. He sits down at the bar, slams the turtle on the bar, and says, "Bartender, I'm a gambling man, and I want to bet you that my turtle can beat any animal of yours in a race from one end of the bar to the other." The bartender's like, "How much you want to bet?" He's like, "I don't know, thousand dollars." Bartender's like, "All right." Goodbye. Turtle's looking pretty beat up. I'll yeah. take that bet. So the bartender gets his dog, and the uh, the guy with the turtle says, "All right, I'll even give you a three second head start." So after you say go, I'll count to three, and your dog gets three seconds to go all the way across the bar before I'm gonna let this turtle go. And so the bartender says, "All right, man, thousand bucks on the table." They both place their bets and says, "All right, ready, set, go." Three, two, one. And with that, the guy with the turtle picks up the turtle and throws it as hard as he can <laughs> against the other side of the bar. I'll take that thousand dollars now. Thank you. Boom. Also, Boom. you can you can keep my dead turtle. <laughs> <laughs> no, he needs that turtle for more bets. Well, I'm, I hope that turtle ducked and covered because yeah. it's probably gonna be. Actually, you know, turtles are probably pretty good at that. We're not gonna go into turtles. Turtle <laughs> classic turtle talk. <laughs> anatomy i can tell you it's, it's probably better than the dog conversations we've had i'm not talking about it nicole finally listened to that episode and she just sent me a text it was like why why did you talk about this and, and i just sent her a puppy emoji for 12 minutes <laughs> straight animal oh man anatomy uh that was a good one i liked it yeah that's a good little that's the i mean i mean i say that's a good one i'm sort of pat myself on the back that's yeah. what i say every time i that's, go into a room yeah, that's the joke you tell yeah every it's real old what's weird too is like mostly i see the same people so i'm just constantly <laughs> saying that <laughs> same joke we've heard this joke before please stop yeah you're not gonna believe what happens at the end of this one he's always wearing a different hat at the end when he takes them <laughs> <Yeah>. out <laughs> So this guy in a fedora comes up to a bar with a turtle. JP, this is definitely... No, 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 no. This time, the turtle has a monocle. (laughs) Oh, no. It just makes it funnier. (laughs) Have you ever seen a turtle with a monocle and a man with a fedora? It can't happen. Look at his little boots he's wearing. Look at the boots he put on him. We're getting a whole, like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, it's Halloween. I dress him up as Mr. Monopoly, man. (laughs) You sure it's not Mr. Peanut? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Why am I talking like this now? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man, he's wearing that sweet uh, cashmere sweater. Oh. oh he's, he's stretching it out, though. Honey, I'm sorry. Oh. The man's wearing the turtle sweater today. <laughs> it's a funny joke. <laughs> it's a switch him up joke. <laughs> he's, he's got, got that cr- hump on his back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, uh, movies ruined this podcast include Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, no. Now they know about the sweater monocle yeah. fedora scene. And the racing turtle. <laughs> Wait, is that, a, is that a joke from that movie? No, but gosh, imagine. Oh, man. I, all of a sudden, I was like, wow, that's kind of a deep cut, Ninja Turtles. Oh, that'd be a real mm, Michael Bay. Mm. Mike, Mike, Michael he, Bay seasoning. Did he... Uh, Michael Bay. Nope. Not <laughs> no, it's Michael Kine. <laughs> Michael Kine season. <laughs> Old bag. Are we about to talk about Inception? <laughs> uh, might be. Uh, what did Michael? What involvement does Michael Bay have with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? He made the new movie. Did he? Yeah. Oh, it's no, on him. That's really... why they were terrible. Yeah. 
terrible turtles. Yeah, I never saw them, but yeah, me either. I know I'm making such a huge hmm. assumption just for my dislike of. You yeah. know what? Good for him. If I could yeah. be a director who made billions of dollars making garbage, making garbage, yeah. just like he's essentially he's filming garbage for just hours on end. Uh, y- I would you, do it. Really? Yeah, definitely. Really? Yes. Mr. Positive Affirmation, Self-Betterment Podcast Man would make garbage I would and make... sell it to people knowing it's bad. Actually, here's the thing. A lot of people love it, though. A lot of people do love it, and he might not know it's bad. That's true. He I could... like, in some ways, I, I like the Thomas thinking. Kincaid of movies. Do you know Thomas Kincaid, the painter of light? Yes. Yeah. From Monikers, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's one of the answers in Monikers. Oh, so good. Uh, what What is his deal, though? Does he not know as bad his paintings are? Uh, his paintings are very palatable. Okay. Like, oh, but in a way that's like... like uh, glowing houses and glowing uh, rivers yeah, and glowing okay. forests. Right. Like, everything has, like, a glowing property to it. They sell his work in a lot of, like, Christian bookstores and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very popular Christian painter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Positivity. Yeah. Uh, but I think Michael Bay is that for a lot of people. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you're not ashamed to have it in your house. Sure. Because it's, it's acceptable. It's super mass appeal. And if you want, like, there's like a certain amount that I can turn off my brain mm. for movies. I, I mean, I watched Baywatch the other day. The new Baywatch with uh, The Rock and Zac Efron and sure. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, well, The Rock's in it. Because The Rock's in it. Yeah. I was like... Nicole and I kept not watching it because it got so panned by critics. And it honestly wasn't a great movie. Right. But I just, like, I turned my brain off a little bit. It was funny enough. I love The Rock. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of people who go, feel that way about, like, Transformer movies. And for some reason, I just can't do it anymore. And Mm-mm. the first one, I, like, we talked about it. We don't talk about it again. <laughs> but I just can't do it anymore. Anytime I see them, I get so mad. They're so... Anyways. Oh, I know. But... I think about it like this. So like the, the whole director making money like thing mm-hmm. when I, you know, when I was in a band in college, I would think sometimes like I would a hundred percent sell out for one album, make yeah. a bunch of money off of it and then be able to do whatever I want after that point. It's just kind of like Michael Bay never got to the do whatever he wants point. This is what he wants to do. Yeah. This is what he wants. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Like maybe the people who are successful in that way, like that is what they wanted to do. So the people who think it's bad or whatever, like, Oh, I'll do that once. Like you never would do it because right. you just be miserable doing well, it. I mean, like think of somebody like Christopher Nolan again, to go back to one of the best directors In-ship of all time. <laughs> I do love Christopher Nolan. He really I, just creates tons of awesome movies. He makes great movies. I haven't seen uh, Dunkirk, but I want to see that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm holding off on it. I'm it's supposed like, to be really I'm good. I'm waiting for it to come out to home video. It's VHS. the least like fantastical yeah. of his movies, which has kept me from seeing it. But yeah, VHS, yeah. huh? Yeah, you don't have to go back in time. But anyway, sorry. Please hey. continue. Christopher no, Nolan. I, I don't. He's similar mass appeal movies, but it's true. There's but, there's depth to them. Yeah, and pacing and yeah, yeah, quality of writing and directing that just. I mean, Michael Bay movies sometimes they feel like a seizure. Sometimes yes, it's just like so many things are being thrown at you. Yeah, I don't. Because that's what happens when you have a seizure. <laughs> oh, man, that guy's having a seizure. Where's my basketball? Get the tomatoes. <laughs> we got to toss stuff at him. Whatever you got, throw it. Tire iron, sure. Doesn't matter. You got to get him to stop seizing. That's how seizures Anything work. you can do. No, I heard Kelsey we're supposed just... to like take them and line them on their sides. No, you got to throw shit at him. Just throw it. Make sure he doesn't swallow his tongue by throwing things at his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But 
<laughs> you know that's not a thing, right? Like what people used to they throwing uh, stuff at people with seizures. No, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. You're trying to tell me that that's not a thing. Yeah. Okay. Next yeah. time somebody has a seizure, I'm nearby. I won't throw something at their face. Yeah, I'm just gonna Smart put them guy. on their side. Mm, sure. <laughs> Try to hold them real still. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Please. Here's a PSA for you. If we're ever near someone having a seizure, <laughs> call an ambulance. Do not ask us. Because we will either throw things at them or put them on their side and hold them gently. You just take your shoe off and just start hitting them. Oh, no. That's sad. That's what JP told me to do on his podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I listen to that podcast because they answer less questions. This no, 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 is no. not a medical advice podcast. I know. Maybe we should have a disclaimer. Yeah. First, we, well, no, we do have intro music now. Yeah, we do. Sure. Happy flute. Happy flute. Skin flute. Nope. Oh, boy. Oh, that's story. Oh, uh, so what were we talking about? We were talking about. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I did it again. I laughed so hard, my neck muscle spasmed. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. No. Hmm. Uh, we were talking about anxiety and improv. I think we were talking about improv. And, oh no, we we were you trying to ask me. you. We, if, we were trying. To we ask were trying me. to ask you a question, and we went off. <laughs> we failed we at that. Off so far. Oh, so good. <laughs> it was pretty <laughs> good though. You just start throwing stuff at me, and I'll get back on track. Back. Nope. <laughs> back on track. Back on track. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the chuckleheads episode. So sorry. Oh my gosh! No, it's uh, good. We're very tired. But yeah, we're yeah. we're talking about like uh, whether you've I think whether you've gone towards anxiety like that, like mm-hmm. been that much, that anxious of going into something, and if you've had strategies for dealing with it, or yeah. So, uh, well, you're you're yeah. So your first your first question was whether or not like the improv thing would be something that I oh, would yeah. have the same. Let's say you were doing improv, like yeah. So. The way my form of social anxiety works is when I'm in a group of people or I'm in a situation, so there's there's one of two things that I do. Either one, I there's a big group and I am like in an isolated corner somewhere where people can sort of like come in a couple people at a time and I can interact with them and then mm. they can shuffle out and new people can come in and I can sort of see a bunch of people in like small groups. Sure. Like sort of one on one, one on one to two, one to three, um, and and that works. I usually find like that spot, um, like a quiet hallway, mm. and people sort of walk through. And you're like, hey, hey, come over here, buy some weed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. I'm just asking. Can you help me? Just an icebreaker. I just want. I just want. To oh talk. yeah, I'd love to. I just want to talk to somebody? Nah, but I just want to talk to you for real. Sorry, though. man. Sorry. This hallway's real quiet. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> it's so heavy. So heavy. Uh, so either I do that, or or I end up like, I don't know, uh, acting out is not necessarily the right word, but like getting go, a little going into like performance mode. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, totally funny laugh, chuckle, chuckle. Like, put up the wall so like yeah, people yeah. don't actually get to see the real me, but like I get to be like rambunctious and funny and boisterous and loud, but yeah. like. I don't know, like is off putting to some is inclusive for others is like, but at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, you got like the group, big group version of me. Hooray. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do this. Yeah. I do a very similar thing. Yeah. yeah. So like improv for me, I, I think like I would adapt that second side of my personality. So like sure. I, I, I have learned like how to sort of use that as like, 
yeah, if I need to rally a big group or get a crowd together, like that's the side that I do. Sure. Um, not the quiet hallways. Not the quiet hallways. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, giant room people. Um, could you come, come close and just? Do you guys? Do want, you guys want to buy, buy some weed? <laughs> you want to buy some weed? <laughs> Doesn't work as well in the Boy Scouts. Turned out, oh those yeah, Boy Scout um, leaders not not super pumped about that. No, this, they did not like that. Uh, so yeah, the the improv thing. No, if if you were like, hey, I need you to write a 15 minute story and share it aloud with a big group of people Oof, yeah I'd be like no uh, you just say no i'd probably say no but like at the if like the goal of the of a thing so let's say there's a thing i'm uncomfortable doing if the goal of that thing is like ultimately like to go through that uncomfortable process and then share the output with like a hundred people yeah i'm not so sure i'm gonna like go down that road voluntarily right sure, like we have sure. to do that for like classes you know school or university yeah, or whatever really but, um like in the real world it's like yeah if i don't want to give a presentation i don't have to give a presentation i know that's what i love about being like being an adult yeah being you know have, working a job where it's like you don't have to do these things that just you don't i mean like you know you get put in situations where you have to do things you don't want to do but it's not the same you're just like constantly happening in school yeah um that you know it's interesting you mentioned doing it voluntarily because when i started this improv class like there were a lot of various reasons i took it just to you know be better speaking in front of people have more confidence work on a comedic thing um but i actually did not realize that we were gonna have to perform in the end so like that was like a surprise for me like that's i think the it was either my first week there or my second week there so i read that in the course description and i was like hmm I, d- I didn't even notice it because like someone had described it to me. So I don't think I ever even uh, read the course description because, uh, yeah, that, you know, Greg was uh, a friend of mine was the reason I took it. And he told me about it and stuff. And I don't think I ever even read it, the full course description. So I like was like, oh, improv class. Like, that would be cool. <laughs> wow. And like went in and I think it was my second class there. And like the third weekend, they were like, did everybody get the email about the shows? And they didn't have and I didn't even get that email because they accidentally didn't have my correct email. And so I was like, oh. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get the email shows. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, dog, uh, dog shows. We're going to, Oh, like best in show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My, my mom's got a rat terrier. Love to show that thing around. Oh, shows like our favorite TV shows. Oh, <laughs> so like, uh, Seinfeld, Brooklyn nine, nine. Yeah, nope. You're talk getting about closer. Mad Men and, and the oh, OC. Mad Men. So sad. Uh, so yeah, I didn't realize there were shows. And then once I did, I was like, it's fine. I got, six more weeks it'll be fine by the time i get there and then when it was like oh two weeks away or a week and a half away they finally told you it's a burlesque <laughs> right which is why the whole <laughs> show i had those nipple tassels on boy those were <laughs> that was it was a real crowd pleaser surprisingly I, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast but i think you probably should have shaved for that well i sh- i didn't want to i shaved everything except for my nipples <laughs> <laughs> And I and the used, fact that you had all natural written on your chest. Yeah, right. In permanent marker, so it's still I mean honestly, it just, just does not wash off. That is rough. Yeah. yeah. Nicole doesn't appreciate it. No. But uh She probably won't like that joke either. <laughs> she won't care. It's anything's better than me talking about It'll animal never parts. <laughs> it will never air. So yeah, I love uh, improv and I love life. Yeah. And um So you found that with you were doing the show and you I just did it. Well, yeah. I mean, when anything, when you're six weeks out, it's like, you know, when you were in school and you had like a paper and it's like this huge paper and it's like end of semester and you're like, oh, end of semester? I have a million years. It'll be done 
Three weeks Four by the weeks time I'm then. done with this. Yeah. Future Steve is going to have to worry about that oh, problem. Future Steve, what a sucker. <laughs> it turns out I became future. It, I became future it, Steve. It was sort of weird, though, the fact that you pawned everything in college off the of future Steve. <laughs> right. He was That guy was a beast of burden for me. Big schmuck. <laughs> uh, turns out I have a, a computer information systems degree. Yes, you do. Yep. And a master's in software engineering. Yeah. Masters in suffering engineering. Masters in suffering engineering. (laughs) That class with Nicole is not a fan of that because I would always have to test stuff out at home. Oh, rough. Um, Anyways. Women's suffrage. Be like, Nicole, all right, you get to vote now. No, you don't. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) How did it feel, though? (laughs) You get to vote on what we eat tonight. Uh, So, yeah. So, you don't... You know, I know you... I think you're right, like, how you would react to it. Obviously, you know better than anybody how you would react to it. I, I, it, I, I like public speaking. So, like, for me, those oh, sorts okay. of things Oh, okay. So, then like, that's... Yeah, no, yeah. I don't... I get, I get nervous. I, like I get anxious. Speaking. I, like, leading up to it, like, I get all, all the feels, but yeah. I, I prep for it. I make sure I'm ready. Well, that's... See, that's the weird thing about improv, though. You cannot prep for it in the same way you can prep for other stuff and i'm again i'm not saying you wouldn't well but then then the thing is though with that it's like i can't prep for this so therefore it's going to be fine yeah that's that's yeah that makes sense like it's like all right there's no prep there's nothing i can mess up here because it doesn't actually exist then that that essentially is kind of the the wisdom they impart is like Ah. well in a way so like they'll they'll be like it's everything's throwaway yeah. It's all you always get to start new again. So if that one didn't go well, the next just one can flood go amazing. the earth just and start keep, over. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, Creation. everything everything is so bad, so wretched, so wicked, so vile. Yeah. Rain, 40 days of rain. Well, you notice after the first 20 minutes of the first performance, we drowned everyone. Yeah, the everyone. sprinklers <laughs> just turned on. I was wondering about that. <laughs> everyone I'm, had to leave. And there's yeah, it was weird when that dude with the really long beard and the big boat wouldn't let us in. But That's we didn't right. really want to go in. His name was uh, Samoa. Noah. Mm, sound, not familiar. Yeah. He had like an Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> yeah, Noah and the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, it's my new Noah punk and band. the Great Big Boat. <laughs> That's my new punk band. Yeah. Uh, we should probably wrap this up. I know. Like, it feel like it's a pretty... We got into a good flow, I feel like. Yeah. And I, I don't want to wrap it up, but... It's going to be a beast to edit if we don't stop it here. So. That's probably true. So it's so hard, it's so to, say hard to say goodbye. It's so hard it's so to say goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> it's back. It's back. <laughs>